0: Hello, and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that is part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, AKA
1: Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, AKA Alex Good.
0: I have had something on my mind for a while now, Mm -hmm. and I need to get it out in a public way, and this is how we do it. So, one of my biggest pet peeves, it happens in every piece of media, but specifically in games media, where someone will review something and the headline for that review is this is x genre for someone who doesn't like x genre and it happened most recently with the game Hades and i saw a headline that was like Hades is the dungeon crawler for people who hate dungeon crawlers i've been i've put a few hours into Hades it's a good game but do you know what parts about it i don't like the dungeon crawler bits cuz i don't like dungeon crawlers hey surprise the thing I don't like is the thing I don't like about this good game.
1: Dude, shout out Mason making an appearance on the podcast Is walking in like I'm not freaking Yo. recording. Hey, keep that in. I don't know if you could hear it in the door in the background. This is a disrespectful household I live in, bro. I know you're talking. Do you know what my household is? It's a marriage for people who don't like marriage. Going off your tangent. <laughs> Hey, here's a game that uh for people who don't like this game uh i'm gonna i'm in a marriage for people who don't like marriage yeah hey. <laughs> alex is the husband for people who don't like husbands yeah hey dude i'll take that hey if you don't <laughs> like husbands i'm the husband for you I'm the best husband for people who don't like husbands. He's still a husband and you will like ev- and you will hate
0: every time that he acts like a husband. But, you know, like every other bit, you know, they're still good Dude,
1: there. But I the husband part is still friend, very prominent. Kill it as a boyfriend, super good as a companion. But if you wanted a husband, husband, not the <laughs> husband for you. Like,
0: <laughs> and let's be clear. Every time he... Ref- the reason why we know this is because when he said dude all that time, he was talking to Macy because he's the husband that refers to his partner as dude, yeah, regardless.
1: Dude. dude and bro. I married my bro and dude. She just walked in. in Somehow our, this found- is the first time this ever happened, so I'll give her a little. We're, we're episode 23, right? She just comes in, made me dinner. She's like, here, you want some food? While I'm recording? Where's...
0: Did she walk out? I assume she has left. Yeah, she walked out. You think I'm saying this
1: in front of her? She's gonna hear this in a week when it comes out.
0: Hey Macy, I just want you to know that you're great, and we appreciate you. Ten out of ten would recommend. Well, hold on, hold on. Thanks for
1: the dinner, broad. (laughs) I'm cutting that. No, you're not. Hey, it's my marriage. Let me do what I (laughs) want to (laughs) do. dude, my. There's a, I want to say there's higher than a 50% chance she's going to think this is funny. Okay. If you are willing to stake your marriage, if you're willing to stake
0: your marriage on a higher than 50% laugh chance, then. The
1: thing is, if she doesn't think it's funny, then I'll just apologize and we'll move on. Like I said, if if you're a fan of marriages, this is not the marriage for you. If you're a big fan of having fun, joking around, getting flamed every once in a while roasting each other, being just buds, then this marriage is fire. This is the marriage for people who who don't like marriages, which is why. Let me go off for a second. Yeah, people say like, yo, when you get married, you know, she's going to be the one who's like, stop playing video games or I don't want to watch that movie. It's got too much shooting in it or you don't spend enough time with me. I never go out with my friends. That has never happened. Not even once. Every decision I make is because i want to make it she put she like never pushes back so all that marriage stuff is not in my marriage like at all like I play video games you know, and she's on a specific- computer she doesn't tell me what i can and can't do bro
0: yeah it's it's definitely like early 2000s comedy really set a precedent in our minds that marriage is literally jail mm-hmm and and I think that just shows that every comedian in the early 2000s had a super bad marriage.
1: Right. So if you want those marriages, if you want a marriage, quote unquote, I'm doing that thing with your fingers you're supposed to do when you do that. What is that called? Air quotes. That, dude, how did I forget that? How, I, how, how strong is that, that drink, man? Do you know what the first thing came to my mind was? Bunny ears. What? (laughs) What? You saying bunny ears uh,
0: reminded me that I had an English teacher in fifth grade that said like when the way she learned quotation marks was like the concept of quotation marks was simply because her teacher did it in a stupid voice, and so she just like stood in front of the class and went quotation marks. And I, Yikes. for some reason, that got erased from my mind for 15 years and it's coming back
1: now. Dude, remember when kids couldn't take a picture without putting ears behind people's head?
0: Uh, yeah, I think people did that as late into their lives as high school.
1: Dude, that's crazy. And now we all do that like what? OK sign by your leg. Oh,
0: yeah. The gotcha yeah. sign.
1: Yeah. Whatever that is. You know, the racist one. We're not supposed to yeah. do anymore <laughs> for white power.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now we just dab on them now we just we still dab yeah. on them. it's 2021 and we're still dabbing on anyways
1: them. this is a video game for people who don't like that video game
0: D- my original point is so meaningless at this point what anyways. i'm saying is everybody hates a genre no matter what
1: carry right. on mm-hmm. hey do what you want to do people are going to hate you regardless that should be uh, our tagline let- for this podcast anyways <laughs> uh let's talk about our movie yeah we watched rio um and if you haven't seen a movie that came out 10 years ago um, you Listen, can choose to I just, skip it. I
0: just want to say, I think the, the way that Alex and I choose if there's a spoiler section or not, for me personally, it never has to do with how long ago the movie came out. It's about how plot centric the movie is. And this movie is not very plot centric. So like the not spoiler section would just be like 90 seconds of us giving general ideas about the movie. Because there's nothing else for us to talk about.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we... I don't think it's possible for us to spoil this movie. I think we could give fake spoilers out better than the actual spoilers are for this movie. Hey, spoiler, they send Jesse Eisenberg to the moon. Hey, spoiler, whole thing takes place in Argentina, not Brazil.
0: Hey, spoiler, uh, it's not actually Argentina. It's a soundstage that looks like Argentina, so the birds all think it's Argentina.
1: Hey, spoiler... This whole movie is just a bunch of actors who smoke some DMT, and they're hallucinating this whole thing, (laughs) thinking they're birds.
0: So, basically, that would be our non-spoiler section. Yeah. Uh, So, if you haven't seen this movie and don't feel like you can contribute to the music, the music section.
1: You know what? Whatever.
0: (laughs) Whatever. If you want to skip the movie conversation, here's your time code here. Time code 2732. Uh, real quick before we start, I just mm-hmm. wanna uh this is our second episode in a row where we're pouring one out. We're gonna pour one out for Blue Sky Studios, cause Disney acquired them last year and then canceled them this week. <laughs> Disney just closed this Blue Sky Studios. Yeah. Like completely and coincidentally. And Blue Sky Studios did Ice Age, uh the Horton Hears A Who movie, they did this movie, they did Spies in Disguise. Like they had they they had a pretty decent lineup and they had um a comic book adaptation that was pretty much done. Like I, I think like 70% done. And Disney was just like, nah, nah, scrap the whole thing. Close the studio. We're done.
1: I guess the thing is I'm not going to feel bad um, because I'm sure a lot of that talent got acquired by Disney. So the losing the name, I hope so, but the quality really still so. out there, you know,
0: because animators losing their jobs is like one of the worst parts of the entertainment industry because it happens often so i i hope that they were able to get um sucked in by disney at least yeah
1: i doubt i mean i wouldn't put it past them but i doubt disney oh, yeah neither would I. them and like just to get rid of competition yeah but you know disney being that the superpower it is it's, it's hard to tell anyway this
0: movie specifically was this movies
1: su- continue
0: I was going to say this movie is super lightweight. It is the fluffiest movie on the planet.
1: Yeah, it's rated G. I don't know a whole lot of movies that are rated
0: G. And like there were definitely the the brief summary of what I'm going to say. If you okay, synopsis of Rio, birds go to Rio, they get they get lost in Rio. Okay, cool. Um I lost my train of thought by doing that. Okay, so it's a super casual movie. There were parts where I laughed. There were parts that were like, "Oh, this is very clearly a joke for kids." So like when I walked out, like I de- it definitely lost my interest towards the end. You know, like it was a it was a 90-minute movie that could have cut 15 minutes somehow. But overall, okay experience. Yeah.
1: Um I was in this for the music. I've seen it once before, but it was like, you know, eight years ago.
0: I did not know how prominent music was going to be in this
1: movie going into it. Oh, I watched it for the music. That's one of the reasons I want to pick it, is because like I knew the music was fire, dude. I have the soundtrack on my phone.
0: Um I did not like the the cockatoo song.
1: You didn't which, like it?
0: No. And I'll tell you why. Because the guy who plays the cockatoo, I think his name is Jermaine uh, Clemens, something yeah. uh-huh. like that. Um, he played the fish in Moana that sings- The snail? The snail, you're right, sorry. the That sings Shiny. Mm-hmm. Shiny was also my least favorite song from Moana. So I'm like, oh, the characters that this guy does, I'm just not a fan
1: of. Oh, exact opposite for me Macy recognizes like this is a snail guy I'm like no that's impossible uh that's the only two things this guy's like known for he's done a bunch yeah. of other stuff I haven't heard of um both those songs fire I thought it was dope
0: yeah they're definitely catchy songs but like there's just something about the both of them feel just kind of self-inserts you know they're definitely like the comedic relief songs and in Moana, it just felt like a really bad change of pace like the, the tone kind of came out of nowhere and then mm-hmm. with this one it was like oh we haven't like had like a show to song show tune song in a hot minute let's bring that back
1: ladies and gentlemen if you want to look up the song from moana it's called shiny um it's pretty good and and i mean and if it, i mean it's pretty good for you know an animated movie um, you know, I, I you know. keep
0: saying, you know, pretty good for an animated movie, like something being an animated movie is somehow, you know, a step down from just being a good movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, facts, actually.
0: I mean, not, but OK.
1: Facts, actually. Um, Also, the song we're talking about in Rio is called Pretty Bird. So you can look that up, too. And I'll tell you why Um, about animation not being as good. Here's the thing. There is so much you can read from watching a live person, right? There's a lot of detail and nuance in acting. When it's animated, all of that goes to the animators. And a lot of times they won't have the time. There's a lot of nuance, um, stuff that we can't even pick up on, like people's eyes dilating. Like a tear so, falling down. I'm going say right now, face all that like hits different. And then that's an, that goes from real like live action to animated humans. And then we just got sent to animated birds. So it's even harder to read that body language, the acting ability. So like, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You feel me?
0: Yeah. I just think I definitely agree that like cheap animation can like, not give you as much as an effect as you want but there are definitely animated movies out there that do give you that depth you're looking for like studio ghibli movies like they they are some of the most detailed animated movies on the planet
1: so like google studio ghibli
0: uh that's spirited away howl's moving castle princess mononoke yeah it's just not my
1: vibe i've I've seen two of those three movies you just listed it's not my thing bro yeah and
0: like I, I don't love their storytelling per se. Like I think Howl's Moving Castle is like super draggy and like has three unnecessary plot lines, but um, I, 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 I thoroughly love the animation in that.
1: Yeah. I think another thing with animated movies is when I am watching them, it's harder for me to put myself in the person's shoes. Cause when I'm seeing it happen and it's filmed real world, I can pretend like this actually happened.
0: Okay, that, that actually makes sense. I think that's totally valid. Um, I'm just personally not that way. You know, I can relate with animated characters just as easily. But, like, if you're not able to, that
1: makes total sense. It's just the amount of belief I have to suspend. When I'm watching a real-life movie, I'm not suspending any belief. Speaking of suspending belief in this movie, bro. God. Rio is one of the biggest cities in the world, and they were running into people. Yeah. Like, what? They're like, hey, I lost my bird. Well, you're in Brazil, one of the biggest countries in the world, one of the most popular most populous city, Rio de Janeiro, in the world. Deuces, you're never going to see them ju- again. And they run into each other.
0: They like, happen to choose the most condensed neighborhood that just so happened to be next to the jungle.
1: Yeah. Like, deuces, you're never seeing your birds again.
0: These birds fly for five minutes, and they're somehow in the depths of the jungle, and then they walk back to the city.
1: There's a lot of walking in this movie, and I know that's a plot point because, hey, guys, we're doing spoilers. Blue, the main character, uh, voiced by Jesse Eisenberg, uh, he is a, what is he called, a blue? Macaw. Macaw. He can't fly, so this bird's just walking around all the time. Um, and even if he could fly, he probably wouldn't be able to because he's chained to... What's her face's character? Anne Hathaway. Her name? The yeah, Anne Hathaway. Jewel. Jewel. See the way I'm talking about this, it sounds like I didn't like this movie. It was a pretty decent movie, but there was no together, mind, So A lot of these movies just them walking around. Listen, we've seen
0: some pretty bad foreshadowing on this podcast, like some pretty right in your face foreshadowing. I've never been so offended by the number of times that Blue almost flew but didn't only for him to fly to save somebody at the very end.
1: Yeah, I mean if can you imagine a movie where Blue doesn't learn to fly the entire time? <laughs> this is not yeah. one of those guys, I was born with a disability, I don't know how to do something, I'm going to learn to love myself. It's like, no keep working till you mean something and you can do something with it. You are not good enough. Like, yeah
0: I don't know, (laughs) because when he did it, because when he tried to fly at the very beginning, he had a very mathematical approach to it, and then he bails at the last second. Then he does it again, and then bails at the last second. And then he doesn't have the chance to bail, and that's when he goes through with it. And I'm like, there were several times in this movie where learning to fly was probably just as important as what's happening right now currently. Like, (laughs) I don't know
1: what to tell you, man. Yeah, um... Yeah, the whole learning of, I could, the plot is what, this movie was a great movie, except for the plot, which is a bit of a problem.
0: Yeah, there was, uh, because listen, when you make, uh, if you couldn't tell from the conversation we had five minutes ago, I am not of the mindset that, you know, an animated movie is by default a kid's movie, even if it's not marketed that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is very much a kid's movie. Like, there's just no way around that.
1: Yeah, that that plot was... It was so boring, bro. There were scenes, technically. There (laughs) was a character arc, technically. But good grief, there was was nothing there. There were just scenes connected to other scenes. Right. And there was innuendos every once in a while for the parents to keep them laughing. But at the end of the day, dude, I was in it. For the music and good grief, this soundtrack is fire.
0: That song, when you have two when you when your side characters, when your comedic relief is Will I Am and Jamie Foxx, like, yeah, you're gonna have a fire song.
1: It was the songs were lit, dude. It was uh, so cool. The
0: one note that I had that I wanted to make sure I didn't forget, it was at the very beginning of the movie when the doctor like slid into the shop and like hit the window and whatnot i saw his scarf and his scarf was green and yellow and i'm like oh that's the connection to brazil all right he's gonna get us to brazil before he opened his mouth yeah like hey just in case you just in case it was not clear by his accent and his intentions this man is from brazil
1: yeah um I don't know why I remember this, and it's so boring. I don't even know why I'm mentioning it on a podcast. When he says Rio de Janeiro or whatever, and Jesse Eisenberg's bird, blue, goes, where is that? He spins the globe. Rio is the only city labeled. It's the only city. Everything else is countries. Rio de Janeiro is the only city labeled on that globe. And I hated it. I'm like, can you... Is it a globe or is it not, dude? That ticked me off so much.
0: Have you ever seen like a really texture detailed globe before? Like a globe that has like the elevations and whatnot.
1: Dude, it's dope.
0: I love it. It's them. it's dope, but I also find them very overwhelming. Like the textures are nice and whatnot, but like you look in and there's like actually like state lines and cities and whatnot, and I'm like, how is it? this is this is not helpful. This is way too detailed to actually be
1: helpful. Yeah, I don't know. That that ticked me off. Also, um Carnival, bro. It's just even a it's an even cooler version of Mardi Gras, right? Everyone's yeah. on the same on the same page with that. Every scene involving it pissed me off. Um, except for those the scene the the annoying part was the coolest scene involving Carnival. Was the one with just the animals,
0: with the birds
1: and <laughs> the clubs. Yeah, and Will I Am and Jamie Fox have a song that was fire. The human version of Carnival couldn't care less when they have to find costumes and they dress up as blue macaws. Of course, couldn't care less when they're on the floats and they're trying to find each other. Couldn't care less. Like the whole thing, I'm just like not invested.
0: I there's just like this movie is so shallow not in terms of like materialism or anything but just in terms of like i'm gonna use this really uptight term Mm -hmm. and uh it it just has no cinematic depth which like was
1: pretty bad that was pretty bad
0: um and like i do not expect that from a kid's movie but the like there's just literally nothing to hold on to here like The the George Lopez character was
1: kind of interesting. Dude, I I thought, as soon as I found out George Lopez was this movie, I'm like, Brazil is such a big country. Why are we pulling a person who's not Portuguese to be in it? Are all Latin people the same? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Not only is he American, I think his heritage is Mexican.
0: Yeah, I think so as well.
1: And I'm going to double check that because if I'm going to get canceled, I want to do it on purpose.
0: No, sure. what you're saying isn't even a cancelable offense. You're just pointing out like, hey, not all people south of the border are the
1: same. I'm like, yo, and he's a prominent part of this movie. I'm like, not only do we have a bunch of white people voicing birds, totally okay. Um, but the couple of Brazilian birds are, are played by William and Jamie Foxx. I'm like, okay. They needed music. I understand. Then they're like, we need someone who's Hispanic. Actually, that's not even it's not even Hispanic. They need someone who's Latino because Hispanic means you can speak Spanish. He's Hispanic. But this is Portuguese. Yeah. So they need someone who's Latino, which, by the way, is millions and millions and millions of people. So as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, we just don't care anymore. (laughs) We just don't care. There was an effort. They're like, we need an accent and accent doesn't need to be the right one and he is mexican so hey guess what maybe it's a good thing y'all got bought out by disney get your things together
0: my one memory of this movie is i watched like i watched one scene while i was out camping with a group and they played it on like one of those like um projector screens and whatnot Mm -hmm. like they had a projector and a screen and the only scene that i remember seeing is when they first bring blue and jewel into when the smugglers like throw them into that back room yeah and i remember watching that scene i'm like hmm this movie seems weird and i left and you know what i'm glad i completed the rest of that movie just for the sake of like now i know another movie but didn't add too much to me, really.
1: Also, it annoys me. um I don't. I'm not a huge fan of cameos. I don't like them. It's it's annoying to me because it feels like the actors that are voicing in them or appearing on screen are distracting from the plot. And in yeah. this, Wanda Sykes and Jane Lynch are the geese in the beginning part of the movie throwing snowballs. And I'm like, I don't think they're a huge part of this movie. Yeah, they're not. They're in two minutes. And Wanda Sykes has such a distinctive voice and Jane Lynch has been in so much stuff that I'm like, they just brought him in to just be a part of this movie. Someone called in a favor and then they're just never going to show up again.
0: Yeah. And like their bit wasn't even that good.
1: Yeah. Like I if you're going
0: to like typically cameo bits can be funny just for the sake of them being a cameo, like they get an advantage, but like, I'm like, oh, that's Wanda Sykes and this isn't funny.
1: Yeah, I was I don't know. Not a fan of cameos. And there's a bunch more in this movie, and there's a bunch more in a lot of movies we do, and it's just annoying. Um yeah, dude. The music was fire. I just want to say the crazy thing is you don't need to watch this movie to hear the music.
0: Um, the one cameo that like I would actually consider like a real cameo, the one that like kind of took me out of it, was the guy who played Biff from Back to the Future was one of the trapped birds in the scene that we were talking about. What? The guy who plays Biff was in that initial smuggling scene. Interesting. Like when, when all the birds are calling out, he's one of them. And I'm like, I know that voice from somewhere. And it, and it like took me
1: two minutes to find it. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Also, shout out Jake T. Austin for being way bigger in this movie than I thought he would be.
0: Yeah, Jake T. Austin uh, of the Emoji Movie fame
1: of wizards of waverly place we said the same thing don't you ever <laughs> say those two things are exactly same ever again anyways yeah that was that was annoying this whole movie super predictable it is a kids movie um music is fire plot sucks um anything more to add craig
0: it was funny It did make me laugh. I was actually kind of disappointed because the first 15 minutes of the movie, I was actually laughing a decent amount. And so when the movie lost me more and more throughout the course of it, that was what made me disappointed overall. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm going to give this a six and a half.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. I was going to give it a seven too. And then I realized I only like this movie because of the music. I don't even like Jesse Eisenberg. The fact that he was in this movie makes me mad. I hated that he was in this movie. Um, so that 7-2 is going to go down to like a 6-3. Soundtrack rating? 8-3. <laughs> so movie 6-3, soundtrack 8-3. Don't invest in the movie. Download the soundtrack.
0: All right. You heard it here, folks?
1: Just, just Man, I'm blowing it today. Keep it in, keep it in. Keep it in. Uh, Would you like to welcome back our non-movie listeners? Welcome back, non-movie listeners. Uh, Most of the time we say you didn't miss much. Um, This time is exactly the same as the other (laughs) times.
0: This time time I will condone it. This time I will condone you didn't miss much. We actually talked about, we actually had a very good conversation that didn't involve Riel for the first 10 minutes of the
1: conversation. (laughs) So like that was worth it, but not much else. (laughs) Yeah, um, anyways, non-movie listeners, you have a great show ahead of you. You know what? You missed the first 30 minutes, but if you heard the beginning bit, the intro, that was like, what, six minutes?
0: He says we have a great show ahead of you. He came up with the improv bit while we were testing our microphone levels.
1: Right, and it is half-baked, and I am half in the bag with the drink (laughs) I've been doing, so (laughs) who knows what we're going to get? Anyways, Craig, are you ready for the next segment?
0: I'm very ready.
1: Okay, so as you know, people, we do an improv segment, middle segment, one hit wonder after the movie. It was my responsibility to do one of these things. Um, Craig and I did not talk about what we were going to do before today, so I just threw one together. Um, The title of this improv segment is called Hurt My Own Feelings. I hate this already. I hate this already. (laughs) And... I think you're going to be really good at it. So basically, I have some movie tropes that I have not looked at. Just pulled up an article, big 20 movie cliches and tropes to avoid in your next screenplay. Right. Look it up. And the goal is that Craig and I are going to go into a scene. And we're going to do the scene for about two minutes. And the goal is to self-deprecate as much as humanly possible.
0: Using that trope?
1: In within the trope, so oh, okay. I'm just gonna come okay. up with one. Um, let's say the trope was, um, the chosen one, so movies having a chosen one. You and I are gonna be in a scene involving the chosen one, whatever. And while in that scene, we are gonna self deprecate as much as humanly possible, but the goal is not to hype the other person up or have a compliment competition, it's purely. To gun ourselves down. And we have two minutes. (laughs) Okay. And whoever comes out feeling worse about themselves wins. All right. Um, I think this is kind of retribution for all the times we came at our audience. So this is my time to come at myself. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be any good at it. Because, you know, I'm naturally handsome, confident. Killing it right now, honestly. Anyway. So uh, hurt my feelings. So the first trope is going to be countdown clock on a bomb. Okay, we got 2 minutes on the clock. Ready? Set. Go.
0: Alex, Alex, there's a, there's only 2 minutes left on this bomb. We got to act fast.
1: Listen, Craig, I can't do this. I've failed in almost every area of my life so far. I've I've it's I'm it's wonder I've made it to this part.
0: No, Alex. Alex, I-, I think you just need to leave. I'll stay back here with the bomb, and I'll keep trying to defuse it. And even if it doesn't work, I'll be the only one taken out. And you know what? Like, really, there's nobody that deserves to be taken out by a bomb more than me. Cause like, look at what I've done in my life. Like, really, literally nothing. Like, the world is not gonna miss much if I blow up in this bomb.
1: Listen, I think you know. I was in the military. I've been exposed to a couple things on what to do with bombs. Honestly, though, my military service I doesn't really mean anything. I wasted that time. I, since I've been out, I've done nothing with my life. Everything that, that's happened has nothing to do with me. It's just luck. I think, if anything, I might be able to use that luck to defuse a bomb. But if not, dude, my life means nothing anyway. You should just just see if you can run.
0: Alex, no. you got to understand. My most prized possession is nothing. I do not have a prized possession. I do not have I do not have any kin to to like honor me. I don't I have literally nothing to propel me into the future. You got to understand that this bomb is like honestly my one chance at any form of heroics. This will be the one thing that a paper could potentially write about. So like you got to understand I got to take this chance.
1: You know what Craig, I think you should take this chance. If I I had my chance at heroics. Um I had 5 years to prove myself and I didn't do anything with it. So I think you should take this chance to prove yourself. Um, I I missed that opportunity and I think you deserve it.
0: Okay. Now this bomb is counting down and honestly, I can't read the numbers anymore because
1: my math skills were never that good. And
0: I feel dumb. Next problem. I'm I'm glad I snuck. I feel dumb under the wire right there. We both just died, not even trying to defuse the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) We were arguing about who should die in the bomb. We love that. It's like that
1: scene from Endgame, but worse. All right, dude. I'm skipping a couple, but these are all pretty bad. The next one is guns that never run out of ammo. Or heroes that never have to reload. A.K.A. (laughs) A.K.A. Cox Gun, yeah. A.K.A. Cox Gun. All right, here we go. All right, they're approaching on our left. We should probably take a shot. Gather okay. all the ammo you need.
0: Okay, uh, hold up. I'm landing my shot. Ah, uh, I missed. I missed again. This is like my fourth missed shot in a row. All right, let me hit now it. They're-
1: wait, 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 wait. I can. I know I can do it. I know. It. Headshot. Headshot. Maybe my dad will finally love me, you know? I, I mean, who would have thought that the one thing I would be good at is ending other people's lives but okay okay am.
0: okay I'm going to aim for a tire I'm going to try to disable one of their vehicles sure I I hit the engine the, the 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 car's disabled but I didn't even hit what I was going I can only succeed when it's on accident like
1: oh gosh let me let me try headshot 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 you know maybe if I spent half as much time with my family involving myself in my children's lives my wife they would know how much i care about them but instead i gain appreciation and confidence for myself in ending other people's lives making sure they can never see their family again how rewarding is that
0: okay i'm gonna try a grenade i'm gonna see if i can take out a few with a grenade i blew up in the air like how come i never got those good throws in baseball like I, tried to, like, I tried so many different sports, and if I just had, like, the power that I had as an adult, I feel like I could have, like, found myself, uh, like, in sports or as an athlete. But, like, no, I just carried on as, like, some sort of dead husk through the rest of my high school years, and I just ended up feeling like nothing. But, no, now I get something good. Now I throw it harder than I thought I could.
1: All right, um, right. We're going to end this bit. I just realized I can't do this anymore. It's... Ev- Every time I'm talking bad about myself, I'm like, I don't actually believe that. I don't actually believe that. I am way cooler than this. So we're gonna we're gonna change it up for the last couple. Okay. I'm going to outconfidence you. Now, if you want to continue, I can try and outconfidence your unconfidence and see if I can be more confident than you can be not confident, or we can both shoot for confidence and see if you can do it better.
0: Let's try. Let's try that mix and match first. Okay. See how that goes. Here we go. Um,
1: What's the trope? The trope is going to be. It was all a dream. I I have no idea what we're going to do. This is, but a- we're going to figure it out. Alex, Alex, what? Hey, it's okay. You were. It <sighs> was just a dream, man. It was just a dream. Dude, I knew it was a dream. Things weren't going my way, and that never happens. Uh, my what? wife was like a six, dude. I'm a nine and tens only. You know that. Oh, well, I mean, you
0: you did tell me that my wife was a six. So, like, yeah, it can't be that sense bad.
1: Why she wants to be all over me. It's a step up, bro. I'm out uh, here killing it.
0: Well, I'm just saying that, like you know, like you said that my wife was a six, and like no, and like people are usually attracted to the people of the same level of attraction. So right. that would, like that would mean that like Still I'm true. a six, which I like. Like we yep. all agree that everybody wants to be a seven. But if you think that yep. I'm lower than a six, then uh-huh. like I then like I think that that's not really
1: great support. Listen, Craig. You know, like, enough about you. Um, kill yourself, I guess. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> I got plenty of money. I'll spot you a couple bullets. Here's the thing. I'm out here doing what everyone wished they could do. First wife, second wife, third wife. Here's the thing. None of them divorced me. They all still want to be with me. You know? I, I'm sure they'd all want to be here right now if I let them. But here's the thing. I'm not held down, man. I'm a man of vision. I'm a man of dreams. Okay? Every time I end up with a 9, I want a 10. Every time I land up with a 10, do you want better than a 10? Ten? Two tens.
0: Yeah, well, uh, speaking of visions and dreams, uh, you uh, I also try to do those. And, like, when I say, like, hey, Alex, I kind of have this vision of, like, what I want to do. And you, you're always like, no, like, I can do that but better. And so, like, it kind of puts me down because, like, I feel like I have these, like, really great vi- like, vision beginnings. And, like, you never really help me, like, flesh them out. You kind of just take them and do them yourself. Yep. And, like, it doesn't really feel great. In my great. sleep. And so, like, I kind of just, like, feel like I'm not contributing that much mm-hmm. because, you know, like, you're not. Uh, 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 well, I mean, I guess if you say it like that, then I guess there's kind of no way. Craig, the like, craziest
1: thing about our relationship is that you contribute anything at all. I bring it 100.
0: And, and 100. I also bring it. And like, I, I also bring it. It 100. was all a dream.
1: Yeah, right. I'm living the dream. My real life is a dream. Wake me up from this masterpiece. That is my life. And see, Well, that was way more fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if we bring it back, we can just focus in on that one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, We should just just play into our uh, podcast personalities, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Are you ready for the middle segment? Let's do the middle segment. So I forget if we've done this on the podcast for real before. Mm -hmm. But this is called Known for Four where I take actors on IMDb and you have to guess what they are known for. It's been a and so, minute. So I, I think, I, I've thought about this for a while, and I'm like, how does IMDb calculate their known for section? Turns out they have an article describing how they do that, uh, <laughs> and I just never looked it up before. Yes. So uh, they have like a hierarchy of how much each role is weighted, And so they say like a credit as a director will have more weight than a credit as a production assistant. And the frequency of credits for a job, uh, weighs into it as well. Like a writer, like a writing credit will have more weight for someone who is more frequently credited as a writer than something else. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the type of title, like theatrical versus short film, and then popularity of a title, uh, like how much traffic is on that site for that thing. Uh, As well as awards and whatnot. So there is an actual method to their madness. Okay, sweet. Um, The first one, Mm -hmm. just because it's relevant, uh, Jesse Eisenberg.
1: Social network?
0: Yes. I shouldn't say yes or no until you've listed all four. Here's the
1: thing. Okay. I get confused and have been confused between Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg for a long time. They do not do even remotely similar movies. Right. But they are almost identical. So, I'm going to try and figure this out. I want to say was it Batman versus Superman? He was in that. Oh, now you see me 1 and now you see me 2. Final answers. The social network. Yep. Zombie Land. See? Thought
0: that didn't know that was him. Thought that was Michael Sarah. A movie called The Squid and the Whale?
1: I've never even heard of it. And then a movie called The Double. Never heard of that one, too. Are you serious? Now You See Me wasn't in any of that? Nope. People love that movie.
0: Yeah, specifically Craig. Specifically, Craig loves that movie.
1: All right. Well, next. one.
0: Anne Hathaway.
1: All right. We're going to go Princess Diaries. She did a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Love and Other Drugs. That's uh, It's crazy how detached I am from romantic comedies. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I was gonna say just go with it. I'm pretty sure it's not even in that movie. So yeah, we're gonna do Love Without Ad- Love. No, wait, wait, we're not gonna go with that one. I hope it's not it. We're gonna go uh, The Dark Knight. Trace Rises. Yeah, we're gonna go Les Mis. And one more. Oceans is not gonna be in it. Oceans Eight. I'm gonna go Princess Diaries Two.
0: Les Mis, The Dark it. Knight Rises. Yep. Rachel Getting Married. Mm-hmm. and colossal it's uh, dude you lose me halfway through like i've
1: never even heard of those <laughs> movies what is colossal Col-
0: about uh it was uh with jason sudeikis
1: yo what okay sure whatever up next is jamie fox ray oh i wonder if horrible bosses is up there dude this is my Django. Django ray I don't want to say horrible bosses, but he's so good in that movie. Dude, this is gonna kill me. I gotta get this right. Give me a sec. <laughs> Django. I know. Ray, you want a Grammy for? Um.
0: Would it help if I told you that one of them is my favorite Jamie Foxx movie that you have not listed yet?
1: No. Okay. I think he was in Dream Girls. That came out like
0: he was in 10, it I can't confirm years he was ago. in it.
1: I'm I'm going to go Ray, Django, Dreamgirls and uh oh dude he's in Soul. I'm going to go Soul.
0: Ray. Yep. J- Django. Yep. Dreamgirls.
1: Mhm. Collateral. Dude, what? I've dude I don't remember anything about that movie. Isn't he a lawyer? It No, that's a different uh, movie. No, then.
0: he's a t- no, Collateral is, he's a taxi driver, and Tom Cruise is a hitman, and he picks up Tom Cruise as he's leaving a hit, oh and so gosh. now he gets all strung up in his business. Fantastic movie. I loved it.
1: Awesome. Movies I totally forgot about Um, that just came to my mind now. Valentine's Day. Annie. I knew Annie was going to be in it. Baby Driver's big. Yeah. Um, Robin, in Hood. Robin Hood. I knew that was going to be in. He's unjust in Just Mercy. He I knew he was... No, it wasn't going to be another one. Project Power. There's another one. Hell, let me look it up real quick. That's really bugging me.
0: If it was Project Power, I would have lost my mind.
1: Law Abiding Citizen. That's the movie I thought when you said Collateral.
0: Okay, fair Great enough.
1: Great movie, dude. Jamie Foxx is the freaking man, bro. All right. Yep. Up next. Mm-hmm. George Lopez. End me. The His show. Yep. And that's all I got.
0: I guarantee you, no, it's not. You you mentioned one of these titles not sixty seconds ago.
1: George George Lopez.
0: Correct. I've really got nothing, dude. Okay, so George Lopez. Yeah. The show. Mm-hmm. The Adventures of Shark Boy and
1: Lava Girl. That's what is known for I R.I.P., dude. I am so sorry. <laughs> the one that you mentioned was Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, twelve people were in that movie, and they were all A listers. And then Rio. Rio is in it, too. Dude. Yeah. George, I'm so sorry, dude. You deserve better than this.
0: <laughs> okay. That now is we're m-
1: such a sad known for.
0: We are moving out of the Rio-verse. We're just going to do a few more just generic people. Okay, Brad Pitt.
1: Troy. Oh, seven. Fight Club. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. Ad Astra.
0: Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Twelve Monkeys, and Moneyball.
1: That is the it's help, bonkers. my man, bro. That is a rip-off. Moneyball, hey. I get.
0: Yeah, and Mr. Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Smith, I get. I the, get. What's really messed up about the Ad Aster one is it's, it's it's a it's his number one known for it. it's the first one listed, and two it's for his producer title.
1: Dude, he got ripped off. <laughs> Homie got ripped off. He's in so many great movies, dude. The fact file that like complaint, the fact that Inglorious isn't up here at all is a crime in and of itself. Totally forgot about it. Totally forgot about Inglorious. The fact that that's not in there, dude. He. This is a tragedy. <laughs> write your hey, congressman.
0: Okay, well, you don't need to write your congressman because you can just go to the website and just refresh the page on Inglorious like ninety times and see if that does something.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Take action. That is ridiculous. Um,
0: now we're going to a podcast favorite next. Uh, our main man, Robert Pattinson.
1: I thought he was going to say DiCaprio. No. Um, Pattinson. Twilight. I want to say Goblet of Fire. Okay. He's in an A21 movie where he's a drug addict that I cannot remember right now. I want to say just a bunch of Twilights, to be honest, which is a huge disservice to him. But I'm trying to win here, Robert. You've done a bunch of fabulous movies. I think A Walk to Remember is another one. Um, but I can't believe that other people like those movies. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Tenant because that's my favorite movie you're in. But I'm going to say Twilight, New Moon, Goblet of Fire. No, take Goblet of Fire out. Twilight, New Moon, A Walk to Remember, and that Drug Addict A21 movie. It is all four
0: Twilight movies. I'm so sorry. I, I want I knew that was the
1: correct answer. I knew that was the right answer. But I couldn't do my uh, man like that, bro. Let I me could look not up the movie
0: you're thinking about. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. A twenty four Robert Pattinson is good time.
1: Yeah. I I am so sorry, Robert. I thought that was the case. It's kind of like same thing with Daniel Radcliffe. I know you guys have done great things since. Same but it's thing all Harry with Harry Potter. It's
0: is it the same thing with uh, Chris Evans? Chris Evans has been in a bunch of fantastic movies. All is known for is our Captain America.
1: I'm sure the same thing with Chris Hemsworth. I'm sure the same thing with um, good grief, Katniss. Artie J-
0: oh, Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger
1: Games. Uh, I think Games. she. I think
0: she has a few X-Men in there too. So.
1: Yeah, I, guys. I am sorry. I the world. You you guys don't deserve this. You guys don't deserve. <laughs> okay,
0: this. final one.
1: Yep. Will Ferrell. The other guys, Elf, Step Brothers, and Get Hard.
0: I'm going to let you re choose Get Hard because I know in your soul you don't believe that.
1: Yeah, I really didn't. Um, <laughs> Step Brothers, Elf, <laughs> Anchorman. And Anchorman. Okay.
0: In order Anchorman 2, Talladega Knights, Anchorman 1, Blades of Glory.
1: Talladega is good. Anchorman 2. How's that the first one? what a great Couldn't question what a great question oh yeah Blades of glory I completely forgot about should rem- remember I should remember Tele- Teleghan nights Blades of glory I never would have remembered
0: yeah uh this game is very hard it seems easy when you have the answers right in front of you but when you're on the questioning side you suddenly forget every movie that anyone has ever been in ever
1: and you just remember your favorite of their movies it's I don't think I got better than two for any of those. Maybe Jamie I might have got. uh, Jamie, I got three. Nobody else I got better than two. Yeah, that that game's hard. That game is really hard.
0: Yeah, but it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. I love it a lot. For sure. All right. Now on to our one-hit wonder titled, Be a Man. In today's society, I think we are really deconstructing what it means to be masculine, what it means to be a man. And we are shoving out a lot of uh, unnecessary toxic traits that uh, come attached to the concept of masculinity. So today Alex and I are going to be back and forthing what we think are true traits of what makes a man.
1: Oh, this is
0: going to be nice. Okay. Rule number one, you are not a man. Unless you can brush your own snow off your car.
1: I thought you were going to say brush your teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rule number 1A, also your teeth.
1: Uh, brush your own snow off your car. Yeah, sure, dude. Um, Whatever. I don't think you need to be... I feel like that's equally masculine as it is feminine. But I'll give it to you because it's not wrong. Um, you're not a man if you've never been fascinated with swords.
0: You are not a man unless you sew your own patches onto your clothes. Um,
1: wrong. Hey, what? Alex,
0: this is a bit. I don't know if you know this. This is a comedy podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. Then be funny, Craig. If you want, I'll show you how to be funny.
0: The co- Okay. Yeah, I'll show, show me how comedy works.
1: You're not a man unless you wear your mom's high heels when no one's looking.
0: Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the that outrageous so cool. laughter. You know, I was going to do a slow build until things got more and more outrageous till we got okay. to the very
1: end. But you sure. know what? Yeah, just I'll take, it I'll take it back down again. Take it back down. Yep.
0: Uh, you are not a real man unless you understand that the safest way to drive is going five under the speed limit. What
1: the? F- <laughs> <laughs> You're not a man unless you have dreamed about having. A drink in the middle of the workday and or done it.
0: You are not a man unless you keep all your childhood stuffed animals.
1: You're not a man unless you want a semi-attractive receptionist to flirt with every once in a while, but to do all the stuff you don't want to do.
0: You are not a man unless you have a corner office with windows and routinely break those windows.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, you're not a white man unless you've punched a hole in a wall.
0: <laughs> you are not a white man unless you've tried to fill that hole with your monster can collection.
1: You're not a black man unless you have an, some affinity for shoes. Yeah, go ahead, Craig. What's your black man one?
0: Uh, <laughs> you are not a black man unless you are a black man.
1: Facts. <laughs> You are not a man if you haven't talked about which is better butts or boobs
0: you are not a man unless you are not a man unless you've tried to do an all-nighter but fall asleep at 2 30 a.m
1: you're not a man unless you forget which knee you're supposed to go down on when you propose
0: you're not a man unless you've broken both of your knees during the hurdles event in middle school track <laughs> what <laughs>
1: Uh, you're not a man unless you've spunked two rings and blade blade with them. (laughs) Or coins. I'll let you do coins as well.
0: Uh, you are not a real man unless your favorite Pokemon generation is Generation 3.
1: You're not a real man unless you've cried at least once out of anger.
0: You are not a real man until... You've climbed a tree and then hit every branch as you fell down.
1: You're not a real man unless a woman has come up to you and said, you're cute for a blank.
0: (laughs) You're not a real man unless you've accidentally broken something, tried to fix it, realized you couldn't, and then just kind of put it to the side and hope that nobody noticed.
1: You're not a real man if you haven't picked your butt and smelled it.
0: (laughs) You're not a real man unless you... Uh, wash your hair with shampoo in the shower, have it drip down your face, and say, "Mm, that counts
1: as face wash. You're not a real man unless you've tried to see how long you could hold your breath underwater. I can do this all day, bro. You're not a real man if your mom hasn't commented on your mustache.
0: (laughs) You're not a real man if you didn't emotionally connect with one of your high school English teachers.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Who is yours? Um
1: probably mrs volpe got you she like
0: she she got me
1: see the thing it wasn't even mine i thought it would be becker but it's definitely not it's the dark hair she was pregnant all the time starts with a c was in the library all the time what was it culver Culver? dude my gosh she was so sweet yeah oh yeah absolutely i i love her to pieces she doesn't even remember who i am but i love her to pieces. you're yeah, not, you're not... A real oh you're not a real man if you don't think you're a seven or better
0: <laughs> you're not a real man <laughs> you're not a real man unless you see a female athlete that is at the top of her level and still think despite having no practice in that sport I could probably
1: beat her okay hear me out <laughs> depends on the sport bro no it doesn't it definitely depends on the sport like white dude what do you like hear what something sport? crazy that dude I've had this argument with two different people when I was in Afghanistan right hear me out this is a real story. I have a friend, she is 5'1", maybe. She lifts all the time. She's entered into a bodybuilder contest. She asked me if I could beat her in a fight. I had not been in the gym seven months, right? I'm six foot, at that time 180 pounds. I said, without a doubt. Without a doubt. This girl can bench more than me. This girl can lift more than me. Maybe. It's probably about the same. I literally didn't work out. She's been working out for three years straight. I know for a fact I could take her. Second story. Macy asked me if I punched her, would I knock her out? And I said, with my left hand. Yeah. I would clean her clock, bro. Giving someone a completely unaware, po- or like. No, I'm co- saying right so- now, I'm like. Logan, I'm gonna punch you, dude. I could do it 80, yeah. percent not even 100. percent clocking,
0: so- she cold cold clocking someone dirt, is like definite. It is easy to knock someone out by cold clocking them, like unless yeah. they are unless they are a bodybuilder. You can cold clock most people. Just I don't in think general. that's true.
1: I'm saying like right, she would black out. She'd be like, "Where am I?" Now there's a lot of MMA fighters who would obviously twist me into pretzel, break every limb of my body, and I'd be toast. But in a fight. An elite gymnast, right? Olympic gold medal. I wouldn't be a better gymnast than her. Put us in a cage match. They're dead. Yeah, that's not what I said, though. Okay. Now, what was the question? Oh, yeah. I just said... Where would I be better than a woman? This is definitely a thing, dude. I know I would be. Let's say... No. Oh, for a fact. There's got to be one thing. If someone is trained in a sport,
0: if someone... If someone is trained in a sport that you have no training in, despite their gender or sex, they are probably going to be better than you. No, dude. I know I can beat. Okay. Know hold on. I okay. This is the defining question. Do you think you could beat any of the Williams in tennis?
1: No, no. Okay. Okay. But the thing is, I'm thinking of track and field events. There's a couple things that I'm like, I might be able to.
0: All right, me. guys, we're going to start. Um, <laughs> Hey, th- hey, guys, this is our plug for our new Patreon, patreon.com slash permanent good. If we hit a thousand patrons by the end of the year, we will contact an Olympic an Olympic track athlete and them and Alex will uh, specifically her and Alex who will get a female track Olympian and they can go toe to toe.
1: I just don't know what I know. OK, first of all, I know there's people in the audience who are like, oh, yeah, dude. It's gonna be a niche event. I know it. I know it's gonna be a niche event.
0: You know but what, Alex, it's not you're impossible. right. You're right. You might be able to beat a female dartist.
1: That's what I'm saying. No, I definitely couldn't. Dude, darts is no game, bro. Darts <laughs> is hard. <laughs> I played a little bit of darts. A professional dart player would smoke me. Okay, this got a little too toxic. Uh <laughs> You're not hey, a real man hey, if you You're not you're a real man
0: it. unless you get super defensive when your skills are brought into question in a comedy bit. Yeah, I don't
1: know. You're not a real man if you Here's the thing. Oh, you're doubling down on this. We're going back. Here's the thing. Yeah, we can go back. It's not I'm not getting I'm not taking it personally. I'm saying And nothing says it more than you re- a reiterating that fact. Random guy. Dude, this is too toxic. Cuz here's the thing. There's enough truth in this that people aren't going to see that I'm joking a little bit, which means this is way too toxic. So I'm going to back off.
0: Yeah, I'm I doing would,
1: it. I'm the, the people who are going to think this is funny are my people. The people are like, "Yeah, he's right." Those are not the people I want. <laughs> Those are not the people I want. So we're going to ease off the gas on this one.
0: It's the equivalent uh it's it's the equivalent of thinking of relating to the Joker.
1: Yeah. Or it's like the, the it's people, like the who... people who are like I don't see color. I'm like, okay, maybe you should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you you should. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, just man. think that like Bojack Horseman
0: is like a really relatable character. Uh that's bad. That is Dude, bad. When a
1: white person says their role model is like Martin Luther King, I'm like, ooh, yikes. Can you say Tom Hanks, please? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> A little tip to to all of my uh, folks lacking melanin out there: if somebody asks who your role model is, Tom Hanks is the safest answer you could give.
1: So safe, dude. It's so safe. I don't know, man. It's all it's all jokes, people. Don't get mad. I'm I'm joking around. And if you're gonna get mad, know that I don't care. So blow up my stuff.
0: So what? I told Craig to kill himself
1: about thirty minutes ago. So come at me, bro.
0: So, what movie are we watching next week?
1: The movie we are not watching next week is "Gone with the Wind."
0: So, March is our next themed month. We're doing a, a month of decades. Our yep. first movie is going to be "Gone with the Wind," since mm-hmm. it takes place or since it was made in the '30s. Then we're going to do a '40s movie, a '50s movie, '60s and '70s.
1: Yeah, um, this unintentionally turned into like a film appreciation kind of month.
0: Yeah, films don't last 80 years unless they're snobby art guy films. So,
1: Also, (laughs) most films don't last this long unless they're like, you know, three hours plus long. So some of these movies are going to be taking a hot minute of your time. Uh,
0: But I'm super excited about this. Uh, And if you want to see the full schedule, um, I will be posting it on our social medias. So you can follow us. On Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Permanent Good. You can follow me
1: personally at Permanent Handle. And you can follow me personally at AlexTheGoods on all social medias. That's A-L-E-X-T-H-E-G-O-O-D-E-S.
0: Uh, and I really think that like my social media is the social media for people who hate social media.
1: And my social media is for the people who actually hate social media and don't use social media. <laughs> so DM Could... me. I'll see it eventually. Post some my it, stuff. Hey, if you want f- crazy racist, sexist stuff, I not on it often enough to change it, so it'll be on our platform for a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, if you want to see a bunch yeah. of tweets from October, go follow Alex.
1: Yeah, bro, I was I was on one. So, um, you know what? It, I, I can't even tell you the best way to contact me. Just hit up my social media. You'll be on my page for a long time before I do anything about it. Um, that's publicity for you my friend
0: alright uh, well in that case my name is Craig Wells aka Permanent Handle
1: and I'm Alex Good aka Alex Good
0: have fun be safe and make good choices
1: and you know what tell your mom I said hi see you next week deuces